Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and salutations, Hempsters. This is your Hemptrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp with Hempaware Radio, here to empower your hemposphere and focus on what's most important. If you'd like to listen to any of the past hemp episodes, including today's, you can visit the iTunes podcast library and type in the word hempaware, all one word, and uh, you'll see all the archived broadcasts. Today I am thrilled and honored to have a very special guest, Gunny Park with Ministry of Hemp. And you can check him out at ministryofhemp.com. They're on a mission to raise awareness about hemp, really educate people about the benefits, the value, and they're doing a wonderful job of curating a really cool hemp marketplace. So go to ministryofhemp.com, check out their stuff, get involved with their organization. Uh, They've got some really great links. Um, wonderful blogs and, and articles that they're working on. And so without further ado, I'd like to introduce you all to Gunny Park so we can tell you about Ministry of Hemp and what they're up to. Welcome aboard, Gunny. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks, Tyler, and thank you for the introduction. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about your history and how you discovered hemp and, and what brought you to you know, the development of Ministry of Hemp. So yeah, um, so my history, I used to work for a bigger tech company here in Austin, Texas, um, and um, it got to a point where I realized this was not what I wanted to do long term, you know, working in a corporation, um, climbing up the ladder. Um, when uh, At around the same time when um, I was getting those feelings, I actually discovered hemp at a local farmer's market. Um, I've actually never heard of hemp before this. Um, and I've never, you know, um, I was never familiar with uh, cannabis in general. Um, so I was very hesitant when I first heard about hemp and that um, that it was a part of a cannabis family. But my curiosity got the better of me that day, and I, you know, bought some hemp seeds and some hemp lotion um, at the farmer's market that day and then uh, came home and tried it out. Um, but what I, how I really got involved in it was... Um, from the the vendor who was selling it and from the initial research I've done, um, I learned about all the amazing benefits that hemp, hemp and hemp seeds offer. Um, and I thought to myself, like, why aren't more people using it if it's as good as it's claimed to be, right? So um, I started doing more research um, on hemp, um, like its benefits, its applications, its, its history. Um, and then I realized why there's a reason why um, many people in in this country or in this society don't know about this plant, and um, and if they do know about it, I realize there's a lot of misconceptions surrounding it um, because of its association with the psychoactive uh, marijuana. So um, that's kind of what got me started. I you know just uh, learned about it and I got more curious, and then I was like uh, started it kind of as a side project that I should you know, develop some content to help educate people. Um, and that was kind of the way I got introduced or I got jump-started into Ministry of Hemp. Cool. So did, do you have any relation, like, to kind of a, a biblical background or spiritual background? You know, because the word ministry could be perceived as kind of churchical or, you know, spiritual or religious. Is it coming from that sense, or is it more like just ministering the truth? Tell us a little bit about how you came to that name. 
So yeah, um, there's actually no religious um, or biblical back, um, context on the name. It was more of um, the function of a ministry, right? Like if you think about a ministry can stand for like a department um, or some type of function in a government where um, they um, oversee or administer um, essentially some type of function for that society. And um, if you think about the different applications of hemp, there's, I mean, there's so many, right? And um, if hemp was able to be, um, continue to be developed throughout the past, you know, 80, 90 years, I think in this day and day of age, there would be a lot more applications and there would actually be a department of hemp that, you know, looks into the research and innovation of hemp products. But sadly, that's not the case, right? So um, what we were mm-hmm. trying to, Stay with Ministry of Hemp was that um, essentially what it, it, it targets our goal. What we want to do with Ministry of Hemp is that we want to be an authoritative advocate of this plant that um, is the leading researcher and the leading um, organization that shares the truth about this product and ultimately, um, you know, is able to um, be a part of all the different applications that this plant will hopefully have in our society. Cool, yeah, so that brings me kind of to the next question that, and you kind of answered it already, which is, you know, what are your main goals and what's the vision for Ministry of Hemp? And and maybe you can expand upon that a little bit more. It sounds like you guys are focused on the educational aspects, being the number one research uh, organization around this this crop, this plant. Um, Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I think... um there's really three main goals that I can break down um, our vision into. So one, as I mentioned earlier, is the education part of raising awareness of the truth and the plant of, or the benefits of this plant. Um, and then number two is to ultimately uh, be uh, a central part of like innovating different app- applications for this plant. Um, and lastly, through both of these, I think um, an important part is to become uh, one of the strongest advocates for this plant, um, not only for our, within our country, but globally as well, um, to help its deregulation um, first in our country, but um, also anywhere else where hemp is um, either misconstrued or is not fully legalized yet. Awesome, awesome. So what are some of the ways that you plan on doing that? Are you guys doing kind of print media? Are you going to be doing video production? Um, what, what, what do you foresee some of the mediums that you plan on, you know, spreading this awareness and, and transforming content? Yeah. Um, so when we initially started creating content, like infographics and education material, what we quick, quickly realized was that um, there's only um, – so much that can do in terms of the effectiveness of spreading the word and whatnot. Like, um, for example, let's say we, like you and I, like go on Facebook or whatever social media, see a very interesting post, um, we might like it or, you know, share it um, or and whatnot. But other than that, we really wouldn't do much else about it, right, even though, even if it is something interesting. Um, and we really quickly realized that with some of the, the material we created, we got very viral um, responses from, like, some of the infographics we created about, like, what all the different applications of hemp are or how it's different from marijuana. But other than that, like, people don't 
take more action after um, their first interaction on the on the web. So, um, so we, then we started thinking about like how can people actually um, learn firsthand the benefits of this product and. Um, the best way to do it is, if you think about our everyday uses, is to just like use the product, right? When you f- use a product that is amazing, then you're going to be like, wow, this is something that I should go share with my friends. And that's kind of the quickest way to spread, spread the word. And um, that was kind of the background mm-hmm. of the hemp market was let's go hand select and curate the most unique um, and top quality applications of hemp um, and allow and you know market it to mainstream consumers so that they can try it and spread the word. So um, that's kind of the big push for us right now is um, offering quality products to uh, consumers who might have never even heard about or never tried hemp. Cool. So your market isn't already hemp aware people, but people that like yourself maybe just came across it for the first time at a farmer's market or they've never heard of it before, they think it's the devil's weed, they know there's no difference between hemp and, and cannabis uh, for medical purposes. So you're you're kind of targeting or, or focused on getting to the people that are totally hypnotized, so to speak, or that have no idea what hemp is. Yeah, I think it's both. both. Um, even people who are aware of hemp, um, it's just a great platform for them to learn about what are some different products they can adopt into their daily life. Um, but um, in order to get to a point where hemp is uh, essentially like an everyday ingredient in our society, we, we have to um, target the, the larger market, right? And um, that's what we hope to do by um, essentially offering these, these quality products is that eventually it gets to a point where it's not like, oh, what's hemp? It's more of, oh, yeah, I use hemp for, you know, when I, like, for my shampoo. I use hemp for, uh, I eat hemp seeds for my breakfast and things like that, that everybody can be saying something like that. Um, that's mm-hmm. to the point where I want to want it to get to. Yeah, rather than like, oh, what is hemp? It's like, oh, what is my favorite use of for hemp? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I, I think a good um, example of this, type of phenomenon is like kale. For example, if you think about the kale plant, um, if you just think back like 10 years ago, right, kale was not very well known. Like if you ordered a salad, like nobody was like, oh, can I have a kale salad? But um, if you research the, uh, if you look into kale went viral, it was about around 2010, 2012, um, where there was a lot of viral campaigns um, that essentially made kale an everyday thing for us now. Like every anybody who is looking for a healthier lifestyle will um, adopt kale into their salad or smoothies or whatever, right? So um, mm-hmm. I think kale is a good benchmark that like you can we can say like oh that that's another plant that really just grew out of nowhere and now it's like an everyday part of our lives. Exactly, exactly. So there's going to be that tipping point for hemp and hemp is a very well-known plant across the planet it's just like you said there's there's the unawareness there's people that have no idea what it is and then there's the people that like kind of know what it is but they think it's marijuana and are a little bit afraid of it and then there's the people that 
you know, maybe put it in their smoothie every once in a while. And then there's the people that completely are like, you know, advocates for it and all they do is wear it and eat it and, and you know, use it in every product possible that they can, like you and me. Yep. Um, so you're you're really there to provide a platform for most, a, a wide spectrum of people that are just coming into the industry, want to learn what this is, get educated, understand the distinction between hemp and cannabis as a medical plant um, and hemp for industrial or commercial applications. And that's, that's awesome. That's really why I wanted to, you know, bring you on the show is because you have such a, a similar mission and purpose. And, you know, the last 15 years of, of being in the hemp industry, we really do want to be a, a cooperation rather than competition. We're not here to compete against each other because if we want to help this planet or if we want to create a paradigm shift on the planet and how we think, how we live our lives, how we do business together, then we really need to work together and and team up so that we can dispel this illusion um, that you know has been propagated or promulgated by you know big business to demonize this plant. <clears throat> so, so what what are some of your favorite aspects of um, of hemp? Like, what do you love using it for? Um, I would say. Two main things, uh, if I had to really narrow it down. One, well, the first first reason I got more interested was the whole nutrition part, right? Like um, hemp seeds or hemp oil um, are much better, healthier alternatives than the conventional products you typically buy at a grocery store. But um, so that was my initial interest. But when I think about why I'm so passionate about the plant, I think it's more about um, it's sustainability and eco-friendliness. Um, I, the more research I, I do, like I come to learn how, number one, adaptable hemp is. And so it's like a possible crop, it's, an, it's a possible option for, as a crop for most farmers in the United States, um, especially those where the soil condition is bad, right? Like hemp is, can, is a great rotational crop in the fact that it will... Um, nourish the soil. Um, it can grow in places where they're, they're experiencing severe drought and whatnot. And once it is grown, um, it's a cash crop for the farmers. And then for the consumers, um, they can they can feel good about using the plant because um, it is such a sustainable crop where it can be you know regrown quickly and anywhere. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I think about the future, I think it's just uh, good alternative to some of the unsustainable practices that we have right now. For example, um, fossil fuel, synthetic plastic, uh, tree paper, um, just to state a couple examples. But if we can somehow um, not fully replace it, because I think that's being pretty ambitious, but if we can just offer an alternative, um, a healthier solution for consumers, I think that's, that's, uh, that's a possible goal that we can strive for. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So it's not that you have like one particular favorite product to use. Uh, it's more about the sustainability, the the eco-friendly aspect of it, the earth-friendly aspect, and the fact that it will affect not only the environment but our economy. Um, the sustainability aspects are just so crucial, and I, I totally agree with you. Um, what What do you have to say to people that say, "Oh, you know"? I would use hemp, but it's too expensive. 
what what is what would be a reply that you would have to somebody that says something like that? Yeah, I think um well my immediate response would be that like if you think about the supply and demand, it's only it's logical that it's more expensive than um their you know, their alternate options right now because number one, it's not legalized to it's not fully legalized to grow in this country yet. Um so it, we have to import everything which um is mainly the reason why it is so expensive. Um, so um, there's that, but also the fact is um, what I'm promoting, and I think a good way to get introduced into hemp is not um, like it's not the fact that you have to replace everything you're using today with a hemp product. I think it's um, it's not that expensive to re- replace like your shampoo with hemp shampoo, or just to get a couple of hemp shirts to at least get introduced um, to what. Um, the quality of hemp because I think what's amazing about hemp is that like a lot of other things you start using uh, when you think about oh it's more sustainable then you might also think but it's not as good as like the conventional product but I think a good like what people will realize is that like when they start using hemp is it's equally as good if not better than what's already out there so um yeah. If it's a little more expensive, it's because it's better quality, right? And then, um, yeah. so that I would recommend them to use it just because it's better quality. And if enough people use it, and then um, the movement grows to the point where it's fully legalized, and farmers start planting planting hemp uh, in this country, I think the cost of it will just eventually come down. Exactly. We won't have all the taxation for importation, all of the shipping costs. And um, <clears throat> having our own farmers, and not only is it going to save the consumer money, it's going to increase the value of our of our own economy because we're going to be producing more products at home once again, like we did back in the 30s and, and 40s for World War II. Um, you know, all that will be grown on our own soil, so it'll be helping our own soil. It'll be helping our own economy. It'll be helping our own environment and and all the rest. So. Um, I completely agree. I, I think, you know, if people want higher quality, they're going to invest in it. They're going to put their money, you know, where their values are. And I completely agree. The more the more that we do consume hemp, the quicker we're going to bring the cost down. And, yeah, you know, there may be higher costs um, in the future with, like, textiles and things like that because the processing is very intricate and requires, you know, machinery that's very expensive and all that. But, um, overall, I think you're right that in the next, you know, hopefully five to ten years, we'll be producing um, enough hemp to not have to import it. Um, so, with regard to what you see happening, I kind of mentioned like the next five to ten years. What what do you envision for hemp and its future? Maybe in the next five to ten years, on a on a local level, but also on a global level. How do you how do you foresee it playing out? Um, so there's like what I hope to see and then, um, me being more realistic of what I think will happen. So I'll start with what I hope to see first. Um, my dream or what I hope as a, especially being, um, part of ministry of hemp is that hemp will be fully legalized, um, by the end of this year that more and more farmers will have, um, started planting hemp as a rotation crop as much as they plant corn or soybeans. Um, I hope to see more more food options, more body care options, um, and consumer clothing 
using hemp as an ingredient um, and just a lot more innovation starting to happen. Um, but I think expecting all that in five years is a bit ambitious, um, considering, and the reason I say this is when I look back at the past 20 years and the progress we've made, it's, um, it's definitely a slow and steady process um, in terms of what has, has happened. So I think that's what we have to expect, um, even though we can be optimistic. So when I think about the next five years, um, I just hope that our, knowing our political system, hopefully um, it will be uh, fully legalized uh, within the next five years. And um, in order to help that, though, I think there's a lot of things that businesses like ours can do um, to grow the momentum. Um, if we can um, help spread the word of mouth of how amazing hemp products are, I think that momentum will continue to grow. Um, so uh, it gets to a point where mainstream consumers all know about hemp and they're asking, wait, this, what, this is illegal, you know? Um, I think that should be the question, like, why is this illegal? Um, mm-hmm. Because that every, everybody uses it and um, that stigma disappears. Exactly, yeah. The more people that question that status, the more answers are going to come up as to why and they're going to see the reality and the truth and that's what Ministry of Health Hemp is here to do is, is get to the truth and get to the core of, you know, the benefit and the value that hemp has and, and can provide to uh, industry, to health, to our our homes, to our, you know, businesses, our vehicles. Every every industry essentially can be dramatically benefited from this plant. And, and I agree, the more people that are talking about that, the quicker we're going to see that transformation. Yeah, agreed. So um, we kind of already talked about your your you know favorite aspects of hemp and and a little bit about you know how you came to hemp, seeing it for the first time at farmers market. Now let's talk a little bit more about you're an entrepreneur. Obviously, you're starting your own company. You came from a corporate background, and so you have some sense of you know principles or ideals of how to run a company. Tell us a little bit about, you know, the principles or, or you know, kind of the, the foundation of how you're, you're creating this company uh, or maybe, you know, some of your mentors or how you plan on operating the business. Yeah. Um, so when you think about the hemp industry and the, where it's at right now, um, it's the mindset we have is like is that it's not – about the quick success. Um, the whole um, hemp industry is in it for the long haul, in my opinion, and that's the mindset that our company has too, is that it is a journey. Um, and um, when you think about that journey, uh, it's not about the quick profits or you know, try to generating as much revenue as possible um, as soon as we can. Um, so when we have that in mind, um, I think what our what we're trying to do is doing everything diligently and with quality. And um, the first step of that that we can show is how we've gone um, ahead and selected some of the products that we are offering in our market. Is we've hand selected products that we would only use, and we want to um, offer customer service and the customer experience um, where customers. Um, from the point they order order the product to the point where they receive it and use it, and if they 
somehow don't like it to the point um, of how they return the product. We want all of that to be uh, flawless, um, even if it means more cost to our company um, in the beginning, because I think that cust initial customer experience and uh, sh like people using this product and get um, like how they feel about it in the beginning will really um, help the momentum grow of the word of mouth and um, people sharing it with their friends and family. Mm -hmm. Cool. So really just a grassroots approach, it sounds like. You're really just wanting to, to get to people's hearts and, and focus on you know, doing it with quality and integrity and um, doing your kind of educational platform and um, whether it's their blogs or infographs or possibly videos in the future, it's all it's all going to be based on integrity. It's all going to be based on kind of what the whole hemp plant represents, which is abundance and truth and, and integrity. Um, so I, I totally acknowledge you for that and thank you for that commitment. And I'll definitely support you in that. We we have a very similar um, mission, I think. You know, with Hemp Aware, is to uh, mm -hmm. obviously raise awareness about hemp, you know, hemp the name hemp aware. Um, so Ministry of Hemp is very, very awesome uh, platform. If, if you all haven't checked it out, check it out today, ministryofhemp.com. Um, we just have maybe about five minutes left. Um, so I, I have just a couple more questions for you. Um, what do you feel, uh, you know, or why do you feel it's, it's so crucial for humanity to switch to hemp? Like as far as, you know, what are the downside? If, if we don't switch over to hemp, if we don't legalize it, if we don't consume it on a daily basis and start switching over, you know, petroleum-based products or lumber or cotton or what, you know, whatever we could switch from, what, what would you say some of the downside or the, the negative effects of not switching over um, on humanity? I think it just goes back to the, some of the points I made earlier about sustainability, um, Hemp might not be the um, sole answer to the problems that we're having as a society, um, and I'm, I'm not here to claim that it is, but um, I think any type of uh, solution, uh, in this case a plant, um, that could help move our society in the right direction is one that we should, uh, that is one that we should take seriously. Um, Obviously, there still needs to be a lot of research and innovation um, that needs to happen in this space, but um, it is, it's been proven that it is a feasible option to you know, reduce um, CO2 emission, help fight, fight um, climate change, and whatnot. So, and there's all, already innovators um, here in the U.S., in Europe that are, you know, building um, houses and buildings out of hemp, that are making cars out of hemp um, and whatnot. And when you look at them and the reason why they're doing it is all because of sustainability. And I think um, whatever uh, solutions out there to make this plan, uh, make what we're doing more sustainable are all good options that we, we should consider more seriously. Absolutely. So it comes down to the sustainability. If we're, continuing at the rate that we are, consuming the way we are, uh, petroleum-based products, pesticide-ridden products, we're, we're going to go downhill quick, and, and uh, a lot of these alternatives to hemp are unsustainable, and you're, you're absolutely right. Um, so with just about um, 30 seconds left, or if you had 30 seconds to 
send a message to the entire planet. You know, if you if this show was going to be heard by every human being on the planet, what what would be a, a thirty second clip or you know a last kind of message that you would leave for the for the planet regarding hemp or anything? Yeah, um, I would say a lot of people. Um, it's easy for a lot of people to dismiss or make a joke about hemp when they hear. Um, like when they hear hemp, you know, their ears are like, oh, is that the same thing as marijuana? Um, or like, oh, am I going to get it high off of this or whatnot? Um, I would say don't take this lightly and try a hemp product before you dismiss it because um, if you experience it and learn about the benefits of hemp, I think you will, you will be amazed. And um, if you are somebody who knows the benefits of hemp, I would say don't be shy uh, about spreading the words to your friends or family, um, uh, and it, don't don't be don't think you'll be embarrassed when people try, like associate you with um, potentially like marijuana and whatnot. Because at the end of the day, I think word of mouth will be the best platform and best way for this movement to grow. And in order for that to happen, everybody needs to be involved. You heard it, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in today. This is your hempy host, Tyler Hemp. Gunny, thanks so much for being on today's show. Uh, go buy something hemp today, whether it's at Whole Foods or your local health food store. Look up a hemp store near you or a store that carries hemp and go buy something hemp if you haven't done it in a while. Or if you did it yesterday, do it again today. Be part of this movement and uh, see the change in the world, uh, be the change that you want to see in the world. Thanks so much, Gunny, for being with us on today's show. All right. Thanks for having me, Tyler. Peace out, everyone.